Hello, and welcome to episode 11 of Soundwave. It's been a while since we've been in here. Uh, sorry about that. It's been too long. Too long. Whoops. How's everybody doing tonight? Mm-hmm. Not too bad. <laughs> Went shopping? <laughs> Went shopping. Spent too much money. <gasps> my shoes match my watch! Yes! <laughs> Bonus. <laughs> and Peter? I worked today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. It was good. I got some tooth work done today. Tooth work? Tooth Ick. work. Yeah, I don't like tooth work, though. Yeah, It's I been a while. Either. So you got porcelain in your mouth now? Yeah, I got porcelain in my mouth. That's mm. weird. It feels really weird. It feels like porcelain. I don't like it. <laughs> feels like a toilet in my mouth. <laughs> no, no, like the, the porcelain face doll. Ew. You know, like, oh, oh it's kind of That's creepy. Do you soft, still... but not... Ew. Oh, my God. Do you still have that weird thing right here? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You got the bridge? Weird. You, you got have weird... a weird thing? You got weird shit in your mouth. I got a bridge. Yeah, I know. Because I had Invisalign. And that would bug the shit out of me. I don't notice. I sometimes scrape my tongue across it every day. Well, now yeah, and you've now. had it Ugh. since like. Hmm. Did you a get that in high time. school? Yep. When we, yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. Yuck. Tooth work. Peter was in Duluth this weekend. <gasps> so yes, was I. Was. Yeah, so were you. You fucker. Why didn't you call me? <laughs> Except you were doing something like <laughs> I'm <active>. kidding. <laughs> you were on a bicycle. I right? was. <laughs> yeah. And we drank beer. Doing? And Did you go to Fitgers? Yeah, we went to Fitgers. Did you try the flight? I didn't try the flight. I've done it before. Oh, okay. It's like my third time there, I think. But uh, I tried their oatmeal stout. It was good. Nice. Very good. And Kelsey split her uh, ride into two days. What was it? 55 one day and... 15 the next. 15 the next. It was wow. rainy and 60 degrees or 50 degrees on Sunday morning. It was awful. And every time I would pedal with my right foot because it was completely consumed with water, it was like squeak. <laughs> Squeeze. Squeeze. It was awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gross. Mm. Peter together. Ew, ew, ew. No, no. <laughs> I'm gonna hate that. That's so gross. And on that note, let's go into music news. Mm-hmm. Nine Inch Nails is set to release its ninth full-length album in 2013. Reznor recorded the LP in secret at Atticus Ross and Alan Mulder's ranch or something. I don't know. I failed to finish that sentence. With plans to hit the the road for a tour in conjunction with its release. I've been less than honest about what I've been really up to lately, Reznor explained. The full-length Nine Inch Nails record, which I am happy to say is finished and frankly fucking great. Mm, it's a pretty big oh, statement. He likes to swear. <laughs> God, one I think I heard one song and I was like, huh. Yeah, I did hear the one on SoundCloud or whatever it was. <sighs> Sounds better than the stuff that he was doing by himself. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And is it really even Nine Inch Nails? Because... Used, I think he was doing it with Atticus Ross and this Alan Mulder. Atticus, oh, they're not. They weren't in the band. So I, I don't, don't know. Think so. Atticus Ross is who he did the Social Network and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yep. Excuse me. <laughs> he also did the uh, soundtrack or the scoring for Black Ops Two. Oh yeah, the Call of Duty game. Oh, I hated it. But it's all like dubstepy. Oh, wow. weird. Yeah, it's really clean electronic. I don't like it. It's gross. Do you have two beers open? He has a backup. We won't talk about this. Oh, this one's only it. Uh-huh. It's backup. For now. 
Hanson is turning 21. And Peter's drinking. So naturally, the trio Uh is celebrating with a beer. Their own beer. The the long in the works brew uh, pale ale dub mm hops will make its debut. You've got to be shitting me. (laughs) It'll make its debut this fall on tour while they promote the new album, Anthem. Peter's going to see them this summer, too. (laughs) We're going to see them. Jen is going to go enjoy them. I'm going to go see them. You have fun. (laughs) Fucking staying home. That's a great place to see a show, though, because the Lightning Lodge, there's beer right there, and it's free. And uh, I don't know. I can say I saw Hanson. I saw you can say free. you saw Hanson. Yes, I mean it's excuse true. to go to the Minnesota State Fair and drink beer and see Hanson. Hanson. <laughs> uh, the beer is brewed in partnership with Mustang Brewing. Hops will be used as a tool to raise money for their home state, which was battled by <laughs> battered by a killer tornadoes last week. Don't laugh about that. Proceeds from the sales Wait, of Oklahoma. Yep. I didn't know they were from there. Proceeds from <laughs> hops related merchandise, and but not the beer itself, will be noted donated to Red Cross Release Relief Fund. Yep, I'm already screwing up all my words. Uh. Here. So uh, those items include various T-shirts and beer glasses. So I don't think those T-shirts and beer glasses are really going to sell anything. Beer so maybe glass. they no, should uh, the make the proceeds of the beer itself. Yeah, the they don't need any more money anyways. Come on, they Jen probably, probably don't buy have one. that much. Yeah, oh, Jen, I'm sure. <laughs> Peter, you can try the beer then if they they have it on sale. Yeah, if they have it there, I'll definitely try it. Mmm, hops. Mmm, <sighs> hops. Beer up, up. <laughs> yeah. That's, okay. that's you could have sang along there anytime you wanted to. <laughs> no, <clears throat> I just not to. <laughs> Kings of Leon bassist Jared Falwell hosted an impromptu Q&A for fans on Twitter a couple weekends ago, offering up new details about the band's forthcoming album, which I thought there was going to be a lot more, but no, there really isn't. When asked by which previous albums the new project is most like, Falwell responded, Vibe Feeling could be compared to the first couple, but it's much more musically complicated, though. So I'd have to say, like, uh, really the last complex. two. Is that how he talks? <laughs> so, they announced earlier this That's spring awesome. that they expected to release their sixth LP in September. Kings will be playing a handful of summer dates, including headlining Governor's Ball uh, this past weekend, actually. Hmm. So I'm not too excited. No, neither am I. Because hmm. the last one I didn't even. A vibe and a feeling even... compared to the first couple. What does that even mean? But it's complicated, so it's like the last. Well, he's just saying the last what one I like hear. didn't yeah, even no. get from you until like a year later. Anyway, there's like I two songs on it that are good. I don't know that I've actually listened to it. Uh, this is kind of old news too because this is old news. Uh, imprisoned pussy Wyatt, pussy pussy Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Yeah, can you see it with the high pitch every time? A few more times for me. <laughs> pussy Wyatt. Uh, member Maria Alokina, I think that's how you say her name, right? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Has been hospitalized after her first week of hunger strike. The hunger strike is a protest of the Russian court decision that refused to grant permission for her to, for her to attend her own parole hearing. The court denied Pussy Riot members bid for parole on the grounds that she hadn't repented for what the court characterized as her crimes. She and two other members of Pussy Riot were sentenced last August to two years in prison for hooliganism motivated by religious hatred. Hooliganism. Mm -hmm. For a protest in Russia against Russian President Vladimir Putin. We will not stand for this hooliganism. (laughs) (laughs) Motivated by religious hatred. (laughs) Heretics. Kind of silly. (laughs) That's pretty crazy. Yeah. 
Uh, a new book about the Pixies is in the works. Funds to make the book are being crowdsourced by Kickstarter. Uh, the project, titled Pixies, A Visual History, is spearheaded by Sean T. Rayburn, who works closely with the band today. Rayburn intends the intends it to be a coffee table book to collect rare vintage pixie photos and tell the stories behind them documenting the band's early years from 1985 until their 1993 breakup rayburn is hoping to follow this with the second book during documenting the post 1993 pixies offshoots um, so it's a photo book. It's a photo book, yes. Hmm. If you pre-order via Kickstarter, you'll receive a hardcover edition and acknowledgement inside the book itself, also signed by Black Francis, if ordered within the next week, which was two weeks ago, I think, or a week ago. Oops. Well. Maybe you can still get Black Francis to sign it. I don't know. But why Black Francis? I thought he's Frank Black. Yeah, I don't know why he's also Frank Blake. Blake Black Francis is another. It doesn't. Isn't that what he goes by for another band? That's what he goes by for the Pixies. Oh. Frank Black is his solo stuff. Okay, I got him confused then. So his name's probably Frank Black then. I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Why wouldn't you up? Okay. Anyways, who cares? <laughs> laughed at by the Pixie fans out there. Serena, yeah, would know. I know. Serena, she, where Serena are you? Serena is not approving me at all. <laughs> I I got confused. You would think he'd go by his regular name when he was in a band, and then go mm-hmm. by a pseudonym when Outside, it wasn't yeah. right. But he flip flopped. That's cool. So uh, Phoenix, Sugar Rose, My Bloody Valentine, Nine Inch Nails, and Queens of the Stone Age have all announced U.S. tours for later this year. But Nine Inch Nails are the only ones coming to Minnesota. Of uh, fucking course. Did I care about the rest Don't of them? Don't even care Not about really. them. Not really. Phoenix is doing. My Bloody Valentine would be cool. Yeah, but yeah, My Bloody Valentine's and Phoenix would be pretty cool to see live. I think though. Sugar Rouse be pretty nice, but. Yeah, if I wanted to take a nap. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. I mean, it would, spo- uh, their visuals are supposed to be amazing oh, really? for the shows. It'd be really nice and relaxing and calming, and if I could like lay on the grass and listen. To yeah, them, if it was like awesome. if it was like seeing them at Bonnaroo this weekend, which I am totally bummed about. Oh, it's this weekend already, huh? It's this weekend. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I want to go really bad. Uh, Last summer, drum technician Scott Johnson was killed when the stage collapsed before a Radiohead scheduled concert in Toronto. (laughs) Shortly after, the Toronto Ministry of Labor launched an investigation of Live Nation, who promoted the concert. The corporation is facing eight charges under the Occupational Health and Safety Act. The ministry alleged Live Nation Canada failed to ensure the structure was designed... Uh, and constructed to support or resist all likelihood of loads and forces. Three others were also injured in the accident. The star notes that Live Nation could face a maximum of $500,000. Wow. Which really isn't that much in comparison no. to... Yeah. To somebody someone dying. And everything Live Nation has control of in the music industry. Yeah, it's a crack of shit. But yes, good though all that right. this is going on. Well, right. Some new releases this week and past week include Alice in Chains, The Devil Put Dinosaurs Here. (laughs) What a great name. Uh, Boards of Canada's Tomorrow's Harvest. No cheer from Peter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Black Sabbath's 13. John Fogarty's wrote a song for everybody. I really want to hear that, actually, because I think it's a, a bunch of it, the old Credence songs, Credence Clearwater, and oh. he's doing them with artists nowadays. Like, he's recreating the songs. <laughs> I like Credence supposed Clearwater. to be good. Thanks to Brute Brute. Uh, Laura Marling's Once I Was an Eagle. I think I know her. Is she kind of country-ish? Mm, not really. No? Kind of, in a way, maybe. He just what, get in a phone what call. is she? 
Uh, she did a bunch of stuff with Mumford and Sons. Yeah, she's like and folky, and some yeah. of her songs are a little country. And she's only 19, I found out, too. Oh, really? She sounds like she's like 2830s. I think she sounds... Like Michael Kiwanuka. Yes. That guy sounds like 50. Yeah, she's but on he's my... Like 18. Uh, <laughs> my last FM when I put Mumford and Sons in. I like her. She's She's got a nice voice. Yeah, she does. Uh, Jimmy World's Damage also came out, and The Lonely Island's The Whack Album. The Who whack. the fuck is the Lonely The Whack album. It's the Andy Samberg from SNL. Uh-huh. It's his new his band's thing. They uh, always did the dick in the box and stuff like that. Uh, oh, yeah. I listened to that whole band. album. That one, the one with the dick in the box. I listened to that whole oh, thing God. on my way back from California with Matt, my brother. And how was it? I mean, like, I laughed, but... That was I heard uh, Go Kindergarten, I think it is, and the music video has... P. Diddy in it and Paul Rudd oh. and it also has Robin in the song and it's pretty funny I don't know I was listening at the slew of all different people in it yeah but I'm not into the rap scene yeah it's thing. like it's right. like Weird Al you know just modern Weird Al <laughs> that oh um one of my friends from college met Snoop Dogg last week oh yeah where at I have no idea she lives Snoop in California she's my roommate Stephanie's really good friend Cool, um, you can bring your little green hat. He's like green nine hat. feet tall. Well, she's not the tallest girl either, but she had wedges on. He's probably six four, six five. I'd think. I'd, I'd say. say I'd guess. Yeah, it was really strange. Thought on face. So she met Snoop Lion. Yeah, yeah, Snoop yes. Lion. Snoop I guess. Lion. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do if I met him. He's an old <laughs> man now. He's noble. Yeah, he, he is noble. He's noble as fuck. <laughs> I don't know about With that, that show and all. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, let's go into album reviews then. I did Daft Punk's Random Access Memories a couple weeks ago, and Peter is going to be doing Boards of Canada this week. I'll start it out. Uh, Daft Punk's Random Access Memories. I enjoyed a lot. Uh, Daft Punk has always been the forefront, forefront of dance music and one of the biggest names out there. I never knew much about them except for the hits like One More Time and Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger and Around the World. Yep. Uh, it wasn't until I saw the anime Interstellar 5555 that I really started <laughs> that I really started caring about Daft Punk. Uh, I, when I was in Japan, uh, one of the Californians that we were with gave me it, and I watched it like four times over while I was trying to go to sleep at night there. It's really great. And it's like uh, the whole entire Discovery album. It's about a bunch of aliens that get taken by something, and they hmm. make music and stuff. It's hilarious, and it's... All the, it's the whole Discovery album. That's all it is. There's no dialogue or anything. So hmm. one more time's on it. And harder, better, faster, stronger. Right. Uh, the whole, also the whole robots persona has always fascinated me as well. After falling in love with the Tron soundtrack, which was one of the only reasons why the movie was really good, I had no clue what to expect from the new album. If you are expecting Around the World one more time, Digital Love, or even Derezzed, you're probably not going to like this album that much. However, I freaking love Random Access Memories. Once I heard Get Lucky, I was very intrigued. And I mean, Daft Punk with real instruments? What? That's a question. <laughs> and to me, frankly, if they had tried to create another Discovery album, I don't think it would be that good or nearly as good on the charts. And the chart has to do with a lot with the marketing. Yeah going to all the festivals and sneaking this and that out there. Mm -hmm. It really got people really pumped up for this. Yeah. They definitely needed to explore some new things, and to me it almost is like a history of dance music and the synth. Sure, some of it's a little quirky, like 
Giorgio Morato's track talking about the synth and how he was creating new sounds with it. But it's utterly fascinating to me. And then when it gets into a, the bit of a jam with Daft Punk and Giorgio, it's just really good. So, like, starts out, he's talking, and he's talking all about going to discotheques and everything back in the 70s and creating new sounds with this new instrument and stuff. And then all of a sudden it just starts into, like, jamming out with mm. Daft Punk. It's pretty cool. Overall, I think it's a very strong album and flow is really nice, which means it should be listened as a whole from start to finish. Great songs to dance to and great songs to zone out to. Some of my favorites on the album are The Game of Love, Instant Crush featuring Julian Casablancas, uh, Lose Yourself to Dance featuring Pharrell Williams, and, well, just all of it. <laughs> if you can get past Paul Williams' voice at times, Touch is a great song as well. Also, Fragments of Time and Oh, of course, Get Lucky, which may be premature, but I think it may be the anthem of 2013. Go get the new album by Daft Punk called Random Access Memories, which is a great title as well because as a whole, it's a great aspect of like the history of dance music, I'd say. Listen to it with an open mind, and I'm sure you'll love it. Peter, what do we have to know about... Uh some, uh, some boards. Boards of Canada. Well, what, what would you like to know? Well, stuff, we started out. We started out a couple weeks ago. They were promoting a whole bunch of stuff, secret stuff, and yeah, they they had released um, some weird transmission video, and then they released another track, um, another transmission track, I guess. Oh, well, it turns out there's a guy who actually did the video for them. Um, so it's not actually them that did it, which is kind of disappointing, but. Uh, I mean, that's what I did when I released my EP. Like, I had somebody else do the art. And that you know art turned I mean? out sweet. I like that. Yeah, I dig it. The record came today. It looks super cool. Um, it's got four sides, actually. So it's two two records. Two LPs, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, for a Boards of Canada album, it's it's been like eight years, seven, eight years, something like that, since their last one. Um, so people are really analyzing the shit out of it. And I, I try not to do that. So me reviewing it is kind of just like given my my opinion i mean there's two interviews that actually came out one new york times did okay um and one the guardian i don't know if you heard of them but uh just kind of gives an insight into what they were trying to go for if anything uh, apparently there were like three three or four hours worth of tracks that didn't make it onto the piece so i mean and isn't there 17 tracks on it to begin with too yeah it's it's an hour long yeah. i mean it's it's kind of disappointing um, knowing that we only get to hear an hour from like the last eight and they years could have of what they've been doing. Twenty more minutes on a on a CD too, actually. Yeah, they could. They they might put out something else that's kind of what they did before. They release an EP after a full album. Um, but yeah, anyways, tomorrow's harvest is. Uh, it's not like any of your other their other albums. Um, it's a lot more progressive. The tracks are a lot more laid back. Um, they're just laid out more simple, I guess. They still use like voice samples and cut up um, voice samples and stuff like that. But uh, in one of the interviews, they actually mentioned um, they actually had to travel like a huge distance just to find like one second of audio just to capture it. <laughs> I mean, nobody really knows what it is. They haven't yeah. really said what it is. But I mean, that's just kind of kind of tells you like what they put into it. So I mean, they're going to spend a lot of time putting their music in. They're going to want people to spend time. You know, getting Dissecting stuff out of it, it too. Stuff, yeah. Yep. I mean, they've they've acknowledged that they've kind of have a, a cult following on the internet. Um, there's a tourism message board that people go on, and they all analyze the crap out of it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I go there, but I don't really partake in trying to break it apart 
Just like reading about it. Right. I mean, to me, music is music. A band is a band. Um, Whatever they release, you know, I'll listen to it. But I'm not going to... I'm not going to make it like a ritual when they release music, you know. I just like to listen to it. and um, So I got a few tracks here to play. Um, this first one is track number four on the record. It's called Jacquard Causeway. Okay. Um, yeah, let's hear it. My body. No, redo that. You're going to cut that. <laughs> I was going to say, that is not a... Nope. You, you are going to cut this, <laughs> and you're going to put it back right now. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's really easy listening. It's really groovy. Um, it's kind of abstract, hard to hard to follow sometimes. I mean, uh, the track that you just heard, Jacquard Causeway. Um, that's actually towards the end of the song. The songs all build up to just like a cacophony of sounds that just kind of come together. I know a lot of people don't like it at first, but uh, I think after more listens, people are going to realize that it's there's a lot more to it than they think. So I mean, you just first listen on an album you can't really judge it yeah you know you got to give it some time um so yeah like i said they're still using uh voice samples and stuff i think they've gotten a little bit more laid back as far as trying to be really complex as far as like hidden messages and things like that so this next one i'm gonna play is called telepath um i know I i just think it's kind of funny i think it's them saying like yeah we're still using voice samples but I mean, we're just going to, we're not going to try and find like super crazy samples from like really creepy stuff. <laughs> we're just going to take something simple that doesn't really mean anything and just make it something. Make it work. Something else. It's really creepy. Weird. When I first heard that one, I just had like the biggest grit on my face. <laughs> I mean, like being a Boards of Canada fan for so long, it's just like hearing something like that. It's like, yeah, that's totally Boards of Canada. They totally would do something like that. But now it's just, it's they're just so much more grown up. I mean, they have kids now. Yeah. So they're like, you know, I guess in their 40s. So, and they, they've talked about like how much traveling they've done and things like that. But uh, they said their studio where they make all this music is basically in the middle of nowhere in Scotland, just like in the middle of the woods. They've just like built up this studio and it's just taken them so much time to get it the way that they want it. Um, and one of them said, funny, they said they're just completely surrounded with just deers, deer and bunnies. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, like, that's kind of how you got to make music. I mean, you can't, if you're surrounded by like technology and like the date and the time, then you're always going to, you know, focus on that. So it's just a place for them to kind of lose track of time, yeah. I guess. Cool. So on uh, this last one that I'm going to play is one of the weirdest ones on the album. It's like <laughs> so on boards of Canada that people, people actually don't like it. But I think it reminds me of My Bloody Valentine just a little bit. It's got a little bit of guitar in it and it's, it's really weird. 
definitely seems more straightforward mm-hmm. than what they usually do. It does. I mean, it seems more lax, a little bit more yep. lazy. But I mean, it's there can be like heart wrenching music that is simple too. Because I mean, there's bands that make their music so complex that it's just it's just hard to follow. It's hard to yeah. like recognize, you know. So yeah, check it out. I mean, it's it's definitely a weird album. Parts of Canada isn't your average band. I mean. <laughs> Just a couple of Scottish dudes. Just a couple of Scottish mm-hmm. dudes making, making, making music. music. Hell yeah. Sweet. Well, go check out uh, Boards of Canada's Tomorrow's Harvest and Daft Punk's Random Access Memories. Tell us what you think. Uh, let's just go into the weekly theme while we're at it. <laughs> We chose favorite musical moments, and not like Kelsey thought musical moments being your favorite musicals. <laughs> Are we about to hear some musicals? <laughs> and then I thought, so then I, I don't know what else I thought. I like thought three different things before he was like, no, like parts of songs that you like the best. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. Well, so, yeah. I'm excited. Like uh, Burt McCracken in the used, he has... <coughs> He has those things, and yep. so does Villavallo and him. He has those things. That's a good description. Uh, mm-hmm. Some little peak in a song of random little drop of something. I don't know. Yeah, or like a breakdown. Or yeah, like- Skrillex would be a good example well, for all oh, them uh, yeah. those EDM freaks out there. Yeah. Except there's a million musical moments, I guess, in all those songs, right? Well, yeah, that's what they are. It's always like, stop. Break it down. All right, let's do some <laughs> let's crazy do it again. Shit. All right, let's go back to the beat. All right. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Kelsey, you started out. What is your first one? My first one's called In Stitches, and it's by David Bazan. Um, and-, and he is formerly of Pedro the Lion, but he just goes by his name. David what Bazan. makes this a musical moment? Um, one, I like the title because it's In Stitches, and I sew and it's whatnot. Not a moment. But well, like the moment, I like the lyrics. It's really it's okay. they're sad. It's sad. I like it. Okay. All right, let's take a look. My body bangs and twitches. This brown liquor. Oh, I know who this guy is. He's got a good voice. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, you've seen him a couple times, haven't you? See, he does the uh, the song that's about like taking a train going somewhere, right? Uh, I can't remember the name. They, they played oh. on the current. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's on the current once in a while. Yeah, he's got a good voice. Jen hates his voice, but oh, I think it's really lovely. <laughs> uh, my first one is "Rock and Roll Suicide" by David Bowie, and favorite musical moment of it is what is going to be played here, but the whole song is really slow, and it slowly starts building and building and building until he just freaks out, and he's like, oh no, love, you're not alone. So, there you go. Alright, let's listen. Scream like that often, does he? Not alone. Not alone. Not alone. 
Peter? I gotta listen to more Bowie. More Bowie? It's on my list. <laughs> um, well, the first one I chose was Minnesota, Wisconsin by Boney Bear. It's my favorite Boney Bear track. Uh, might be one of my favorite songs of all time. I just like to sing along to it. I don't sing very much. So. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, basically, this, my favorite moment is when... Like it's weird. The song starts out and it's like almost like just like a random jam. None of it like fits together, like the bass or the drums or the mm-hmm. guitar or whatever. And then all of a sudden he, he start. It stops. He starts singing, and then it kind of goes into just this crazy. I think it's like a super crazy hardcore Boney Bear song. It's still really laid back, but for Boney Bear, this is pretty. Yeah. Oh yeah, pretty rough. the guitar plucking and that they're really distorted it's like I think it's the bass I'm pretty sure it's the bass that that song is just like perfect that does come as a surprise that when he breaks Mm -hmm. down there Mm -hmm. yeah Kels (laughs) my second one is by Bon Iver as well Um, <laughs> Sorry, these mustaches are great. Kelsey got mustaches that you put on beer bottles. and So when you drink, you have a colored mustache. Yeah, I make sure to look at you both when I take a sip. <laughs> yeah, so, can, so it looks like I have a sweet mustache instead a of a sweet creepy mustache. one. You yeah. don't even have one. <laughs> <laughs> you have Dude. like a little bit of scruff on if your I face. If I shaved the rest of my face and only left the mustache, yeah. I'd be a creep. <laughs> yeah, probably. Most people are. Creep Most mustache. people are, yeah. Except right, for my sorry. dad, he looks pretty normal. Yeah, your dad. I guess you just have to be above a, a certain, certain age, age. <laughs> and then yeah. you don't become creepy anymore. Yeah, All right, keep that in mind. That's true. All right, Kelsey, what was it? Uh, creature fear, and I've talked about these lyrics being my favorite before on the show, but they are. They're I forget which part of the song. Dainty. We, we, it's we, the I was teased by your blouse. Ah, yes. I just love that. Mm. I think it's cute because I think that's I don't know. It happens. It's delicate. It's delicate. I like that it's delicate. Wait, what was that band? It's Boney Bear. Really? Yeah. I was going to say, that sounds like just <laughs> Boney Bear. Yeah, that's... Oh, I'm sorry. The Bon Iver band. There. That's okay. Uh, my next one is Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's by Elton John. And when it gets to the end of the song, he kind of says his words faster after certain words. And I really like it. We are going to edit that out, too. That's number two. <laughs> Subway's no way for a good man to go down. There. Rich man can ride. I'm the hobo he can drown. And I thank the Lord for the people I help found. I thank the Lord for the people I have found. Yep. Nice. I dig. That's a good one. The guitar work in that is pretty good. The mandolin. The mandolin. Mandolin. 
Right, this next one is uh, an Underworld song called Best Mumji Ever. Or if you're me when I first started to pronounce it, Best Mamgoo Ever. <laughs> until, until we looked it up, we were like, what does Mumji mean? It really means like grandma. Uh, like best grandma ever. I couldn't choose a, a song. They're, they're just so much to each one of their songs. I wanted to choose one yeah. of theirs. But. Well, this is like actually the first one where I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah I'm going to play this one. Because I remember it was me and you. We, I remember who we, we like dropped somebody off. It was like out in the country. It was like two in the morning, super late. We are just like done chilling out. We had this playing. Um, just this part of the song just absolutely one of the best musical moments ever for me it's like you'll hear it but it's like chopped up like a voice sample I mean like kind of reminds me reminds me of what Boards Canada have done but like they just do it in a totally different way and it's just I don't know one of my favorite underworld moments Sounds so good, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, just about everything with that song is amazing. Yeah. It's a really long song, it's like over seven minutes. I just I think realized it's nine that. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the did you see I put a video on your Facebook, it's of uh eight ball. It's Carl Hyde doing his solo tour and he sings eight ball on it. Oh and no, I, I saw that amazing. today. I, I didn't I was on my phone so I couldn't that. watch it, but yeah, I'll have to check that it's out when I get home. Kelsey? Um, my last one is How It Ends by Devochka. Um, I really like mostly everything of theirs, but this build-up's really sweet. Um, and it's from Little Miss Sunshine. It's kind of like a triumphant part of that. It's hard to get the intro into the 30 seconds, but I, I, chose, I got what you told me to put it. Sweet. Makes me really happy. I don't know why, but like I do it, like that when it goes quiet. Then, uh, yeah, and then the voices keep coming yeah, in and, and coming then he, in. Yeah, and then it gets quiet, and then he starts singing, and he's just mm-hmm. got this strong voice, and oh, it's I love that little part. It's just like oh, ah, no, yeah, things and, are okay. Yeah, that was a uh, probably an accordion that was coming in there. The yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like That's that cool. a lot. Uh, this I think would probably be one of the most well-known uh, musical moments. My last one here. Uh, it's Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd and pretty much everybody knows the two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl mm-hmm. and I don't know that part always sticks out usually so I, po- I chose that as my yeah, final for music me too. moment that song so much I, like it too. I think I've heard it about six times in the past week and a half oh really it came on the radio twice while I was in Maryland and then 
I listen to Pandora and the internet goes out every now and then, so I have to restart again and <laughs> get played over again. <laughs> That's funny. Well, it's sad how a song like that is played so much, just like on mainstream, but it's just, there's more to it than a lot of people even think about. That whole album has to be listened as a whole. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, Peter, your final one? All right, this last one, I'm going to Boards of Canada you guys out with this one. <laughs> All right. All right. Which is fine because you have to deal with it. Um, <laughs> I was torn between this one and a song called Macquarie Ridge. This one's called Olsen. They have some of the weirdest names ever. I know. The Macquarie Ridge one is... Um, I was going to make a mix for you, too, before you go to Japan. Okay. Remind me to do that. All right. Uh, but that was like a, a bonus... It's like a Japan-only bonus song on one of their albums. But um, this one, it's called Olsen. I don't know why it's called Olsen. I don't know who Olsen is. <laughs> but it's just a really, really beautiful song. And at the very end of the song, there's like eight seconds of just like a piano, and you'll hear it. It's... It's amazing. Just, I'm gonna cry. Oh my god, I got tissues. Good. <laughs> you got paper towels back here too. These are too rough. Just wait. It was really quiet, but you could, you could hear it, right? Yeah, I could hear it. it was in there. See, they yeah, like to do that. It. They just like to spend like a few seconds just like to get something really particular when you said in piano, somewhere. I thought it was a. But no, that's a musical moment. That definitely it is. is a musical that's moment. My musical moment. You know it's there. You know you like it. Yeah. It's a big old. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, let us know what your favorite musical <laughs> moments are on Facebook. Nobody uh, ever does. Nobody ever does. Please let us know. Please. We want to know. We're begging you. Begging you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we didn't do an essential album this week because it's getting kind of repetitive. So we're trying to think of new ideas to do in its place. Kelsey thought up, what are some albums that remind us of certain places? Did you guys think about this? Oh, that is a good one. Oh, I have some good ones for that one. All right. Well, I, we could either talk about it or we could do it next week or something. Let's do it next week. I like made some notes, but okay. I know I have like good ones. And Peter, you'll be gone next week, but you can oh, let us. Oh, damn it. Yeah, I started a job at second shift, 2 to 1030. Ugh. It's like the middle of the day. But what I days? mean, my, my first week, yeah, I might be able to get here by then. But it really depends. Okay. So, well, yeah, you mm. can let me know one, and then I'll I'll say it or something next week. All right. Sounds good. Uh, thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are every Thursday, usually. Uh, next week's album reviews include, I think, just Coco Rosie's "Tale of the Glass Window." Are you excited to hear that, Kelsey? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell how thrilled <laughs> yeah, you are. Super stoked. I'm exhausted. All that walking I, around the mall I of America. I shopped for eight oh, hours no. today. Eight hours. So long today. Listen, bitches. I had to buy clothing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really... I didn't buy... I bought a dress. The theme next week are songs that make you crank the volume on instinct. Uh, and we will talk about um, albums that remind us of certain places. Yes, that's what we'll talk about. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Very cool. For updates and more information about Soundwave and our other shows, including a weekly blog from Carlos, go like us on Facebook. Or you can even follow us at, on Twitter at, at blind underscore ninja. Uh, new episodes of the Department of Offense. 
Ooh, I got this all. I, I, I rewrote this here. I'm sorry, everyone. I pooped. You pooped? Ew. <laughs> New episodes of the Department of Defense are every Saturday, and you can listen live on Mixler. Uh, our other show, Tabletop Theater, will take you into the wonderful world of tabletop role-playing at its best. This week's tabletop special... Oh, this is old news right here. Scratch that. All their shows are available on iTunes. You can stream them on our website, too, at blindninjastudios.com. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindninjastudios.com. Even if you hate it. <laughs> or yeah, just tell us. Just Facebook. tell us anything. We <laughs> feedback. All right, guys. We'll see you again next week. Um, good night. Mm-hmm. Good night.